Hello and welcome to a new episode of Wikijabba. My name is Sebastian Wahlroth. Um, I'm come from Germany and we are currently here in Columbus, Ohio, where the Wiki Conference North America happens, 2018. Uh, my guest today is Cyberpower. Hi, Cyberpower. Hi. Please introduce yourself. Um, people call me Cyberpower678 on, on Wikipedia. Um, they also just refer to me as Cyber or Cyberpower, whatever they do. <laughs> Um, most people will probably recognize me for the work I do in Internet Archive Bot. Ah, this is you. Ah, yes. great to have you here. Um, how my work came to start on Internet Archive Bot was actually, basically, I was, I handed off X tools to the Wikimedia Foundation because I just no longer felt like I had the power to effectively handle all those tools at once on my own. So you created tools, X a set of tools so what ended up happening was when i first started wikipedia i was just basically a vandalism fighter mm -hmm. and then uh, a user went into retirement his name was x mm -hmm. and um <coughs> he left behind a set of tools and bots i took over the bots and i at some point i took over the tools back then they were called x's tools mm -hmm. But because X was no longer maintaining them, I decided to rebrand them to X Tools when Tool Server went down, and I moved them over to Tool Labs. Mm -hmm. um, and then I brought on somebody to help me with the maintenance, and this guy just overnight pretty much rewrites everything, but he half finishes everything, and then hightails it out of there, never to be heard from again. So now I'm left with these tools that I have absolutely no idea how to fix anymore, <laughs> because everything that I learned about the code was once again rewritten. Okay. And um, being pressured by Wikipedians to try and get some of the more important tools fixed, mm -hmm. I was just like, oh my god, I can't do this anymore. I, And then the community tech team came out and offered to take them on because it was one of the top wish lists. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, I know these people on the tech team and I know they do good work, so I'll just give them full access to the uh, tool sets. Mm -hmm. And they continued the name of X Tools. And that basically opened up my plate okay. for a new project. And I go on Wikipedia, and I'm looking for a bot project I could do. And then someone says, fix all dead links on mm -hmm. Wikipedia, or fix all the links that are tagged dead on Wikipedia, because there's like a 600,000-page backlog on the English Wikipedia of okay. tagged dead links. Mm -hmm. 600,000, only in the English. Wikipedia. Yes. Mm -hmm. This was at the time I was only thinking about the English Wikipedia, and... So I thought this would be a fun project to do. So I start coding up a thing, and I take on the task on the bot request page, and then I file a bot request for approval. Now, this was just a simple script back then, and it worked. It was a messy script, but it worked. <laughs> yeah. And so here I am. I'm tackling the backlog of dead link tags, and I think, hmm, maybe I should find a way to detect dead links that aren't tagged yet. So I start exploring options to do that and as i'm working on enhancing and fixing bugs in this script i get approached by jake orlowitz or otherwise known as okasi on wikipedia mm -hmm. and he just asks me well do you think you could run this on like the top 30 wikipedias here and just like well i could try but mm. you know I, the script was exclusively designed for the english wikipedia everything that was specific to English Wikipedia was hard-coded into the script, and it was just one massive file. Yeah, okay. So here I go. I um, I start exploring ways to branch out the script, so I start abstracting the, the functions. I break it out, 
I convert the programming to mm. object-oriented programming, and um, uh, so what it, language do you use? I use PHP. Uh -huh. okay. And um, as a result, I create created a new version of the bot, and I was soon going to rebrand it to Internet Archive Bot. But as I was still working on fixing bugs, because I had like one big problem, and it was memory leaking left and right. Mm. So I was using about 200 megabytes per worker, mm. and I was running about 20 workers on the English Wikipedia. But the thing is, it was accumulating in size. Next thing you knew, it was using nine gigabytes of RAM. I'm just like, this cannot. No. <laughs> okay. You, you can't, can't run this. I can't run it like this. Um, Uh, then I get approached by Internet Archives, mm. and they were already in actively engaged with Jake Orlowitz. And this was when I was still back in college. They offered me to to pay me to work on Internet Archive Bot. Back then, it was still referred to as Cyberbot. Mm -hmm. And I, I ended up turning them down because... I was still focused on my college studies, and I felt like if I was being Good decision. Good if decision. I was being paid, <laughs> I'd lose focus on what I'm studying. Yeah, um, and they he off that that happened twice. I got offered twice for this, and I turned it down twice. And then when I graduated, mm. I was taking a little vacation in Thailand, and I got offered it again by Mark Graham, mm. and I took it because I was out of college now. And during that time. Internet Archive Bot was renamed Internet Archive Bot, and I had the program written out, so it was more functions broken out into appropriate files. It was more of a complete program, but it was still pretty messy because I only branched out the uh, source to other locations, but I didn't actually clean it up. Mm -hmm. So every wiki I wanted to add support for, I had to add a unique file for it. So oh, okay. the English Wikipedia had an Ian wiki file, mm -hmm. the Swedish Wikipedia, which was the first second Wikipedia that to deploy to, mm -hmm. was uh, another file. SV wiki. SV wiki, mm -hmm. yes. And each file, each of those plugin files was like 600 lines of codes. Okay. And the bad part about <laughs> it is because each of those codes was just minor modifications to adapt it to the wiki and everything else was duplicated. It was like, I'm duplicating so much code mm. just to adapt it for a wiki. And if I ever have to fix any of this, I'm going to have to fix it on all these files. So I'm thinking, what can I do to actually make this much more maintainable, yet allow it to run on more wikis? Yeah. So I start trying to globalize some of that code a little more, mm -hmm. moving functions over and seeing if I could add them into the configuration values instead. So you can configure how that behaves on each wiki. Mm. And I did it. Mm -hmm. And I kept always making a little bit more and more as I kept incrementing the version. So 1.3, uh, which I would probably call the Vista, the Windows Vista <laughs> of IAA bot was a, uh, was a kind of breakthrough in that area. It, as it did begin to allow for more uh, wiki support more easily. Mm -hmm. But the code was uh, was heavily flawed. I got bug reports left and right on the English Wikipedia. It was a disaster. And the bot kept crashing. And, yeah. So I was I was working on fixing everything. And basically, my version 1.4 of Internet Archive bot mm -hmm. was nothing but a boatload of bug fixes to make it, you know, the Windows 7 mm. <laughs> of, <laughs> of Internet Archive bot. And... So, by the time we ended up getting to version 1.6, I was, what was I running on? I was running on, 
about eight or no, 14 wikis, each with 14 plugin mm -hmm. files, but the plugin files were now down to 200 lines of code, whereas the rest of the bot was global. Yeah. Um, but I still wasn't happy with that because the end goal is to get it to run on all Wikimedia Foundation yeah. projects and then other wikis that are not affiliated with the Wikimedia ah, okay. Foundation. And I'm thinking that's going to be 800 plus files to take mm -hmm. care of. And this, this is like, no, Why still not acceptable to me. <laughs> 200 lines. Why 200 lines? So, There's so too much difference between the... It's, it's basically how to handle specific templates of a different language. Mm -hmm. So Wikipedia, the English Wikipedia uses Web Archive. Mm -hmm. The German Wikipedia uses a German version of Web Archive that's completely syntaxed differently. Okay. Yes. And so the French Wikipedia, you, for so example... It would help you if there was a um, shared template for Web Archives. It would have helped, but that's no longer relevant in version 2.0. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, th I'm at 1.6. I've got 14 different plugin files... I mean, they're still small, but I still didn't like the fact that I'd have to create a plugin file for every Wikipedia. Mm. And what if one Wikipedia changes and I have a plugin file mimicking another one? Yeah. Because they had the same structure, then I accidentally break that Wikipedia. And so I decided to hold off further deployments mm -hmm. of every Wikipedia that is asked for the bot or I've proposed the bot on. Yeah. And I worked hard on version 2.0, basically rewrote its initialization core, rewrote how it works on the Wikipedias. Basically, I eliminated all but the French Wikipedia's plugin foam. Mm -hmm. And because the French Wikipedia has a specific thing called WikiWix. And what yeah, is that? it's their own little archiving service. Oh, okay. Operated by P. Martin and Johan Linterweb. Mm -hmm. Um. I have to specifically check to make sure the WikiWix actually exists before I'm allowed to add my own archives to it. Mm -hmm. um, that's unique to the French Wikipedia, so I didn't bother to try and globalize that at all. Yeah. But everything else is now running on a unified code that I mm -hmm. can now configure on the web interface as a version 2.0. Cool. It still has a lot of bugs. Mm. It's That's why it's still beta. And I'm working on beta 10 right now. But every time I fix a critical bug, I introduce a new one. And I'm just like, I can't release it as long as I keep introducing <laughs> new bugs to this code. Yeah. And now I'm just sitting here at the wiki conference. I learned at, about wiki data. That's going to be the next wiki I'm going to be deploying to. Mm -hmm. um, and comments. I've, those are the mm -hmm. two biggest requests I've gotten, comments and wiki data. And now here I am. Just figuring out how to proceed. <laughs> Le um, the, I've, uh, one thing I forgot is uh, that there may be listeners who do not know what the Internet Archive bot is doing. Can you simply de describe what he what he is doing? So, simply put, it goes around Wikipedia, looks for dead links. So, what any is a dead any link, link and how do, how does it uh, see that is a dead link? Well, it's any dead link or any dead link is a link that you when you click on it, it doesn't give you anything meaningful. It basically throws a giant 404 in your face normally okay. <laughs> or loads nothing, absolutely nothing. Mm. Um, how it looks if it's dead, primarily through header codes or specific redirects to 404 pages. So the bot is like getting the URL from a link and then uh, opening the link and see what comes back. Yes, it, okay. and the URL is a link, by the way. Yeah, yeah. 
and it opens yeah. it and it sees yeah. what comes back. Um, I've been contemplating on whether to introduce JavaScript support because some br- uh, web pages require JavaScript to validate the browser. The bot will not be able to handle those. Mm. But I've got given it serious thought, but there are security issues with that. And given the recent vulnerabilities that has happened on Wikipedia, not only not once, but twice, it happened yesterday morning, as a matter of fact. What, what happened? Uh, a bunch of Stuart accounts got compromised through mm-hmm. malicious JS that was placed on an outreach wiki. Mm-hmm. And hey, that was terrible. And despite interface administrator, it still happened. Okay. And so the bot is uh, opening the link. Getting it, it's just getting a header codes. It's looking for indications of soft 404s to a limited extent. Mm-hmm. And it also looks for redirect to roots. So if you open up an article and just takes you right to the homepage, you know that that article is not there anymore. So mm-hmm. that's going to assume it's dead that way. Um, then it will check it three times mm-hmm. in a row. If it fails all three checks consecutively, and each check has a waiting period of at least three days, mm-hmm then it will declare the link as dead mm-hmm. and then it will uh, proceed to fix it if it can or mark it as dead on Wikipedia. How to fix a link automatically? Yeah, so fixing the link in my case would be to look for an archive version closest to the date the link was originally added mm-hmm. or accessed and then it um, it'll take that archive and then attach it to the URL Or in uh, certain circumstances, just replace the URL with the archive. Mm-hmm. Um, and any it does it does its best to minimize formatting disruptions, but in some cases it may have to actually do the replacement if mm-hmm. if it can't figure out any other way to fix it. Um, that's that's the general sum of it. So it edits the Wikipedia article. Mm-hmm. The bot and does it do something like logging or a sp- uh, central database for the links? Yes, it has a huge database for the links. I think we're looking at uh, about, I think it's 40 million or 80 million links are now saved in that database with their respective archive URLs mm. and if whether or not they're alive, when they were last checked, whether or not a human has reviewed the accuracy of the data that the bot has populated in that uh, URL, mm. uh, what pages they're found on. Mm what domains they're a part of, if the URL is part of a paywall that the bot have determined at some point, one or the other, um, and it needs to adjust its determination of dead links according to it, or, yeah, it's got a, it's got a pretty big database. Mm-hmm. Um, so why is it called the Internet Archive bot? Um... Before it was something? affiliated with mm. Internet Archive, mm. um, I called it Internet Archive Bot because it primarily looks for oh. u- URLs from the Internet Archive, and that that's pretty much the gist of it. But now that I'm affiliated with Internet Archive themselves, it's what does it mean? Affiliate? Are you working for them? Or? Yes. Ah, okay. As a freelancer, or at the moment, it's freelancing. Mm. Um, that's actually all well, I'm going to say at the moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, uh, how, uh, how does the collaboration look like with Internet Archive? Um, I sit at my house. Mm. I do the job. They're sitting in San Francisco. They mm. do their job. <laughs> I communicate with them via Slack. Mm. So I am always in, directly, in direct contact with Mark Graham, mm-hmm. who's, uh, who's my boss. Okay. Best boss ever, by the way. 
Okay, thanks. Sounds good. Uh, here he held a talk yesterday, and uh, this was very inspiring to to see what what he's doing be uh, because um, before I had contact with Internet Archive, um, I did not uh, realize that the uh, internet is not stable; it is disappearing. You know, mm -hmm. the the average. Uh, a life length of a uh, um, internet page is 90 days then it disappeared and this was really surprising me I always was thinking it, if it's there it's there which is why they work so hard to archive so many links every day hmm. without fail just to make sure that that link stays alive somewhere on the archives hmm. and they have they have did they say they have like 40 petabytes of data saved that's immense that, that's a lot of data I mean, yeah. it's nothing compared to what Google has saved in their little in their thousands of collections of servers they've got around the world but um, but still it's still impressive I mean you got mm. one archive you got a place archiving the web with just 40 petabytes and then you have Google doing something mm. with in the t form of exabytes and I'm just like What is Google using with all that information? Mm. <laughs> But getting back on topic, um, yeah, his presentation yesterday, I mean, there were some numbers in there that even surprised me. Mm -hmm. For example, until recently, I didn't even realize that we, between the community and the bot, th collectively, we had fixed 900 or 9 million links yeah. on 22 sites. Mm -hmm. And I do fixing links. And, and I really appreciate that the bot is going, otherwise I had to click every single link. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I hope, and I have a tool that makes it easier in case the bot hasn't come around to your article yet, because Wikipedia uh -huh. is big and the bot can only work one article at a time. Yeah. And um, be before the bot ever even started back in 2015, hmm. it was, we confirmed that three million links already had archives on them. Mm -hmm. By the end of, until recently, we confirmed 9 million links had archives on them. Mm -hmm. And so that means around 6 or 7 million. And this is just rough, uh, these are rough uh, roundings. So almost 7 million, or s let's do 6.5 million mm. links were done mm. by Internet Archive bot that, for links that it found to be dead and fixed. Mm. Um, and I think the users are pretty happy with the tool I have out. Uh, With the one exception that the bot queue doesn't work at all, and again because the bot decided to take a nap on some uh, jobs. Okay. <laughs> and you could not ask him yet what's going on. Uh, it's there's a bug somewhere, and every mm. time I try to replicate the bug, it actually works on my <laughs> local development machine. The thing is, you can only fix a bug if you can replicate it, and if you can't replicate it, then you don't know where to uh, where to look to fix it. But it gets stuck in some sort of infinite loop. Mm-hmm. At some point during the job, but when I run it on my local instance, it doesn't get stuck. It mm. actually just ra rattles through, and I'm mm -hmm. just, and I'm, it's, I've been banging my head over that. <laughs> it's one of the things I've been trying to fix for the beta 10 release of mm. Internet Archive Bot. And the thing about it is, I've got like 20 more betas coming out before I'm mm. ready to say 2.0 is a finished product. Mm -hmm. And then I've already got 2.1 in the works mm. or uh, in the conceptual stages. And that's going to be new. He mentioned it briefly during the presentation himself. He didn't mention it explicitly being part of Internet Archive Bot 2.1. Mm -hmm. But 
um, what it will do is it will look for book sources based on their ISBN numbers, mm. and it will attempt to link to a book at Internet Archive based on the book reference. Ah, so you can open it up. Turning all the yeah. links, turning the black sources blue, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and by black sources, I mean a source that has no link at all on mm -hmm. it. So that makes it really hard to verify unless you go to a library. Not everyone has the time and resources to just go to the library, look for the book, yeah. and to verify the article. So this is what this aims to achieve. And another feature that I'm going to be incorporating in the next installment of Internet Archive Bot is that... Um, and this is very true for the German Wikipedia. I've seen this a lot on the German Wikipedia about asking why does Internet Archive Bot not detect that simply the URL structure has changed and that the link that you see now that is dead mm. is actually alive somewhere else on that same server. And the only reply I've only had is that if the server doesn't automatically redirect the bot to that new location, the, mm. there's no way the bot could ever know yeah. that it's located elsewhere because it doesn't know what the original text uh, should have been of that uh, thing. <laughs> Internet Archive Bot yeah. doesn't actively archive the pages. <laughs> yeah. It's on itself and process them. Mm. It, that's, that's like a huge, huge thing that would blow up the uh, Wikimedia Foundation servers because this is where <laughs> the bot lives on. Mm. Um, and... But I will be introducing a pattern uh, change, like mm -hmm. a regular expression feature that any tool admin, or so basically a, an admin of my tool, which you can automatically get if you're an administrator of that local Wikipedia, you can type in a regular expression pattern mm -hmm. and tell it to convert any URLs it sees that matches that pattern to this new URL structure and process from that URL, essentially telling the bot, say, that hey this url is dead mm. but it actually works over here if you just convert it and it'll do that and it'll then also convert it on wikipedia mm -hmm. and i'm thinking the german wikipedians are definitely going to love this mm. um there's just to make sure that it doesn't actually break good legitimate urls in the process but mm. um i'm hoping this will be well received by the german wikipedians um and it will definitely help to uh minimize these quote false positives because the bot thinks the url is dead which it actually is technically mm. but it's just alive somewhere else mm. wouldn't it be good that if i add a link to an article it automatically would add an uh, uh create a copy on internet archive of the page that is called and uh, uh, provide the link of the archive link already so if the Uh, link is dead, it uh, automatically can uh, uh, forward to the archive version. Now that would be good. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's actually a work in progress for the visual editors. Mm -hmm. um, but for the wiki source editors, I don't see that happening because it, you're literally editing the page source code. Um, visual editors pr will probably eventually do that. You add a link and it'll automatically get look for an archive or a supply an mm -hmm. on-demand archive link for it. And then any user that uses the visual editor to make add a reference mm -hmm. will automatically just add an archive URL on top, ah, uh, right correct. to it. So I'm not It'll, the inventor of this idea. <laughs> it will it will eventually make iBot become less useful in the few, uh, long run, but mm -hmm. it, it'll still have its job to do. Mm -hmm. But it won't be as active as it is now, trying to keeping keeping the links clean and working and. But I'm still, yeah. I mean, I support anything that helps keep the uh, links alive mm. and verifiable. Yeah. 
I mean, there's no point in having an article if you can't verify its content, right? Mm. What was your first contact to Wikipedia? Do, do you remember that? My first contact to Wikipedia? As a consumer or editor, I don't know. Uh, well, what do you mean by contact in general? You hear about it, you saw the page first or something. When I started the project? No, in your life. Uh, my first thing... Uh, so you're saying what was the first thing I ever done on Wikipedia? No, I'm saying... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm not <laughs> I can tell you about my first contact. It was an article in a uh, tech magazine, CT, mm -hmm. in Germany. I read about it and then I typed the link and I was thinking, yeah, that's a thing. Because Wikipedia in 2003 was not uh, so well known, you know. Oh, when did I first get, uh, know about Wikipedia? Yeah. Okay. Or, or has Let it been think. there ever since for you? Let me think. I'd say I started knowing about it in middle school when I was in sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And that's when my computer science class was actually doing a day on Wikipedia and explaining. Cool. Yeah, believe it or not, back in 2006, um, Wikipedia was... Well, I didn't know much about it until my computer science teacher decided to have a presentation on it mm -hmm. in her computer science class. And they basically explained which articles can you reliably use on Wikipedia versus the other articles. Mm -hmm. And to dumb it down, they she said that any article on Wikipedia that has a little star in the corner, that's mm -hmm. a good written article. It's full of sources you can use. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't use the article itself as sources, mm -hmm. as the source, but you, Brilliant. Can, yeah. you can definitely use the sources found on the bottom of the page mm -hmm. as a guide to writing your papers on that subject. Mm -hmm. And that's when I first learned about it. And admittedly, when I was, I was young and dumb back then, <laughs> um, so... And I can't believe I'm saying this. Um, I, I'm an administrator <laughs> right now, but I'm about to say that my yeah. first interaction with Wikipedia was me taking an article and replacing it with the contents poop. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> with a group of other people that was around me. We were just hovered over the computer and we were just playing around with articles. And then we realized that there is a such thing as being blocked. This is totally human. The uh, I, I read this. When a human comes in contact with something new, his first question is, can it kill me? Can I kill it? Can I eat it? Can I have sex with it? No. <laughs> <laughs> in, that day, in, the, in that position. So you killed it and tried, is it alive or, or something? Does somebody reverse your, your, your edit? I would imagine so. I mean, we did find ourselves blocked about mm. three minutes after we started vandalizing Wikipedia okay. back in 2006. Um, and then after I realized I was blocked, this was like, yeah, that was fun, but I'm not doing that again. Um, <laughs> uh, because I feel like I may have just blocked the entire school. Um, I was, I was somewhat technically inclined back then. Um, so I didn't know enough about IP addresses mm -hmm. and port forwarding on all that jazz at that time. Mm. Uh, and I haven't touched Wikipedia since until I actually created my account, CyberPower678, back in 2011. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I did with it was just work on this list of minute-to-win-it challenges. Mm -hmm. It was a big game show. I was a huge fan of it. And now it's just, like, gone. The, the article's gone, too. 
But what I wanted to do and what I thought was a positive contribution was to link each blueprint to a video copy of that blueprint. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody said anything wrong about it, so I thought, okay, yeah, that's fine. But it turns out that I'm, I was li- st- directly linking to media content that was co- on co- violation of copyright laws and everything. I was like, oh, well. I mean, the article was deleted. I didn't care in the end. Mm-hmm. I w- moved on to... Keeping Pokemon articles up to date, the one th- <laughs> <laughs> one childhood thing I like to cling on to. Mm. Um, and then I discovered Huggle. So if I used an- did anti-vandalism, and then I sc- discovered bots, and then I worked on bots, and then... Huggle is a tool uh, to help prevent spam or vandalizing? It's, it's an anti-vandal tool. Uh-huh. Uh, you basically just go through a bunch of suspicious revisions and say yes or no to it. Mm. You say no, it reports them. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. What is your motivation to uh, engage on Wikipedia? Writing code is fun. Mm -hmm. Writing a code for a community is is a lot more fun than writing a code for, I don't know, a company that you have no idea where that code is going to get to. Mm. Or that no one's going to know that you actually wrote that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like in some corporation of software development, you just kind of be like, you're kind of like a nobody there. You're there, mm-hmm. you're a drone that writes a program and then that's okay. the end of it. Mm-hmm. Here I am a person that wrote something useful and mm-hmm. and people love it. And it, I like seeing that people love it. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to help contribute to that by helping them use the software that I develop. Um, and since they know it was me who developed it, mm-hmm. I mean, they know who to come to for mm-hmm. help or requests or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that I'm not doing it for some corporation means I get it's open source, so it's completely free. Yeah, it's out there. Okay, mm-hmm. you can. Uh, you can. Everybody can. Uh, it's licensed under the, the GPL version three. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I'm going to relicense it soon under the AGPL version three. Mm-hmm. Um, less restrictive. Uh, less restrictive. Mm. Um, and um, so in the foreseeable future, I will be migrating all of its code into an official Internet Archive repository, mm. and because they will be taking ownership of that code. Mm-hmm. Um, Great. And yeah, um, what if overnight you become king of Wikipedia? What would be your first orders? Do I even want to become king of Wikipedia? I mean, um, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't even know what I would do if I became king of Wikipedia, to be honest. Um, the I'd suppose I'd listen to the people and <laughs> try and fix complaints. Mm. <laughs> so, but so I wouldn't enact my own policies. Just so, no difference to what you are doing right now. No difference. <laughs> I don't think I want that position, to be honest. Mm. I mean, I don't mind elevated position p- positions. I mean, I could see myself being a check user. I can see myself being an oversider. Mm-hmm. But I actually have needs. For those tools, um, I've he- heard people tell me I should become a steward. Mm. I ran for steward once, but I didn't make it. Mm-hmm. I only got 74%. Um, and then I'm hearing people telling me again I should become a steward. I'm just like thinking, it's a tempting, it's a tempting offer to run again, but am I really, do I really have the time to actually 
be one. Mm. And I actually had a conversation with Blue Raspberry here during Wiki Conference about that, and my conversation even more confirmed my position on becoming a steward is that I just don't have the time to actually do stewardy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to do what I do: program, mm-hmm. clean up, um, help out when needed. Do you have a question for me? Um, so you you're German, right? I'm German. So do you want to do this podcast in German too? Yeah, we can. I have <laughs> another podcast, Wiki Stammtisch. What is in German? <laughs> Um, I actually would love that, but I, uh, I have no further questions to be honest. Okay, that's that's all right. I just want to be open for everything. So thank you very much for this talk. It was really nice to meet you. I really appreciate your work. So you you are familiar with Internet Archive Bot? On have you seen it on the mm. German Wikipedia at all? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it very often uh, because uh, sometime when I come home and exhausted from work and want to do some brain candy stuff. Not so hard to think about it. I do check uh, web links. I click on random article and I check the, I come over a lot of interesting articles and then, and I repair the links. And do you happen the, to be a sysop there? A sysop? I'm a, an administrator. No, no, not for that. Okay. I'm an, I am an administrator, but not for that. So wait, I, oh yeah, I understand the German and the German Wikipedia, they hand out the administrative group to users but are told that they can't use any of its tools. What is that about? I uh, what I am at a German Wikipedia as an administrator I can block pages and I can block users. That's I know but I'm so there is and like I can s- delete pages what is There that? are a select user uh, amount of people and I've met one of them on the last year's Wikimania mm-hmm. where you can be beca- you are given the administrator access mm-hmm. but you're for for reasons I don't understand is that you're not actually allowed to make any actions as an administrator. You're just like allowed to see deleted pages or whatever, and then at some point it get, expires and it gets taken off of your account. And I don't understand what that was about. Um, I just knew that there existed an administrator who wasn't allowed to do administrative tasks. There are different rules. Maybe uh, there we have uh, people like. The OTRS team, that's the support team, mm-hmm. that has some administrational rights just to look at uh, deleted versions, for instance. Okay, that but, might have been him. But not be allowed, uh, is not allowed to delete, actually. Okay. So. Yeah, the, in the German, the administrator rights are very specific in the German. They, uh, ad- the admins are, um, are handled godlike from, by some people mm-hmm. because they can block users. I don't think that's the big thing, but. For some people, it is. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. You're familiar with my tools, right? The a little bit, t- yeah. On Toolforge? You know the link to it? What is the link? I'll actually write it down Just right say here. it. HTTPS colon slash slash tools dot WF or WMF labs mm-hmm. dot org slash IABot. Yeah. I will take it to the uh, episodes um, page so that everybody can call it. I think I use them. Not you can often. actually you can actually link them from the page history yeah. on your Wikipedia. I would recommend it like um for those who are very interested in the bot's work, they mm-hmm. can actually trigger the bot directly on the article on demand mm-hmm. by going uh, by going uh, by clicking that link. So on the English Wikipedia, I added a link to the legend on the top where you can mm-hmm. click fix dead links. Mm-hmm. 
opens up the tool and auto-populates the text box with the article name. Mm-hmm. And then you can just click Analyze, and it'll just run it for you. Oh, yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> reach out to me if you're interested in actually doing that on your Wikipedia yeah. at all. I did it manually be- uh, until now, but maybe I used the tool. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>